0: Welcome to this podcast doesn't exist. We're, we're free of of Steven this week. We're we're a little sad. We we miss him. But we hope you enjoyed those episodes. Those were a lot of fun. The original edit or the original cut was uh three hours The raw and, file. <laughs> three hours and twenty minutes long. Um so it did have to be split Multiple down parts. the middle.
1: Well, Mm-hmm. And can you, can let's tell them why. The original <gasps> plan, yes. we were going to space out the T-Swift of it all. Yes. Because we recognize that some people, like Emma, are new to the clownery and the tomfoolery.
0: So we were going to space it out, but... Miss Taylor Allison Swift just loves to pull a fast one on absolutely everybody. And we, well, she just decided, you know, on Friday, May what sixth seventh yeah decided oh i'm gonna drop two new re-recorded singles you're well, welcome one. what was the this love
1: yeah that was the one
0: and wildest dreams that came out ages ago oh well, i talked
1: that, about it on my
0: episode great. i'm just remember, so far it behind was going the time viral
1: on tiktok so she yes, put it out now it, and that was a surprise you guys
0: this is why <laughs>
1: We've talked about it on multiple episodes. I need Emma. I
0: needed these episodes so that I would understand. But so yes, she, one one re-recorded, but
1: still, yeah, just dropped a single because it's like in the trailer for a movie on Amazon or something. Yeah, but I frankly, haven't I? But there's just and then and then she drops, she drops a merch collection. Oh, that's right. Yes, for both 1989 and Speak Now in the same email. Chaos ensued. So basically, I was like laying in bed and Emma texts me and she's like, so in order to get this out before Friday the 13th when we think everything's going to happen, we have to do it back to back. So. I promise this is my that was my last Taylor post for a while. Yeah, I won't say forever.
0: No, because we we all know that she will she's, not say forever and always. Miss Miss Swift is prone <laughs> to uh, chaos, chaos and messing with the world. So, um, yeah. but we hope you enjoyed them. We hope you enjoyed Stephen, and we hope that you all enjoyed watching him uh, cry about Adele on YouTube. Go check it out. I rewatched it, and it was amazing. (laughs) He
1: looks like a baby. He's
0: a child. He
1: looks like a child. Of legal age child for the drinking. Yes, exactly. But we love that. But I have a feeling that we're not talking about pop culture conspiracies today. No,
0: we are not talking about Miss Taylor Allison Swift this week. I would suggest that you get your bingo cards out. You oh. can find them at thispodcastdoesnexist.com. dot com You can find all of our socials there too. Um, I'm slowly pulling together uh, all of the transcripts for our episodes, so that if you are somebody who likes to read along while you listen, then you'll have something to read along too. Um, those should be up on our website within like the next month or so when I get them all when I get them all up and running. So look nice. forward to it if you if you want it. If you don't need it then yay hi. <laughs> you're but thing anyway.
1: That means you could share the show if there's anyone in your life who's Jeff or hard of is hearing hard of hearing, yeah. you can share our chaotic yeah. hilarity or with them. Or if you're
0: if you're ADHD and you need something to focus on visually while you listen to things, please please use it. But yes, we are not talking about Miss Swift today. I do have a question for you because I don't think that i have anything in particular as an answer to this question and i don't know if you do either but i want to ask it anyway have you ever had something super coincidental or lucky happen to you lucky or unlucky like if it like something either super coincidental in a positive way or super coincidental in a negative way
1: ah uh. I mean, nothing major. Like, I feel like it's never been like, oh, I, you know, I had $10 in my bank account and then I won the lottery or whatever. I mean, I always think of it being kind of like serendipity that the song Wagon Wheel followed me around Ireland and the UK on my study abroad (laughs) trip.
0: (laughs) I love that. Because it
1: wasn't like it just came out that summer or whatever, Uh, but it was like, we sang it in the basement of the Quay Bar with this stag night that we were just like <laughs> hanging out with, and then like a busker in Edinburgh was singing it. And like, I
0: love that. It just so whenever I hear that song, I think about that trip.
1: But I don't know if that's really kind of what you're. I mean, yeah, mean? I'd like
0: as far as like coincidence goes, or like you know, luck as like something that's identifiable, like
1: like how. You and Esteban attended the same Fiddler on the Roof performance. Like when you were children and you only figured that out once you got
0: married or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, we were like, so Topol, who was the original Tevya in Fiddler on the Roof, was doing his very last tour and it was at the uh, Pack at Providence, you know, Center for the Arts. And for some reason we ended up on the same night. And like we both we both are like we keep our tickets for things and stuff like that so we like confirmed it and Esteban was like three rows in front of me. We were both we happened to be in the orchestra. I had, we had taken my grandmother to come see it with my family and they had taken his grandmother to go see it and like it was a weird coincidence and like kind of lucky. It's something that we connect on anyway, but mm-hmm. it's also like a weird like kismet they were kind in of the thing. Same room. It's that question is, like, minorly tangential to the actual great thing. You know how bad I am at these. You're like, so anyway, haunted dolls. <laughs> so anyway, my favorite topic on the planet, numerology. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Mostly just unlucky numbers. Oh. Because today, my friends, the day this comes out is Friday the 13th. Oh.
1: Oh, see it is related to Taylor Swift. I know Even when you didn't mean <laughs> Even
0: it. Even when to. I didn't mean it to. Yes, correct. So let's dive in, shall we? We're going to talk really quick about luck in general, mostly to define it for myself because I was like, "Oh, it's about coincidence." Basically, yes, it's the idea or belief that by random chance, events and circumstances can be positive or negative and that some people are more or more prone to have one of those outcomes. So if someone is more lucky than somebody else. But in most cultures, this luck is interpreted to mean favor from a deity or a higher power that then prescribes the luckiness, positive or otherwise, on a person or an object. So this is where the idea of having lucky charms, performing sacrifices, saying certain prayers can change luck as, w- as it is something that's bestowed rather than something that randomly happens to you. In any case, luck in general, either good or bad, has been attributed to certain experiences, objects, and numbers. And since this episode comes out on the only Friday the 13th of 2022, I thought that it would be the perfect time to talk about my least favorite topic, which is numbers. I'm not good with numbers, y'all. Math and I are not friends. Um, I can, I can count, I can read them, but past that point, not good. <laughs>
1: a five six seven eight
0: <laughs> i can't i can't dance either so that's also not helpful <laughs> no. but that's the joke right like
1: oh i'm a musical theater person i only count to eight yeah
0: exactly <laughs> i only
1: count to eight over and
0: over and i'm over also again. a mover i'm not a dancer and i'm a mover. I'm an actor who moves i move also
1: i am mm, marcia doesn't listen to this podcast no, but I if i mean if she does that would warm my heart i mean but hi marcia <laughs> Like any of my voice teachers or like music directors I've worked with, they know that I will only count if I have to. Like I'm very much more of like a I vibe until I hear this one like beep beep chord, and then I know like beep beep ha is when I come in. (laughs) Like I
0: don't, I don't. If I get if
1: I get a song where I have to be like do your thing. That, like, in my head, because then I
0: feel like I'm counting and I'm not acting. It stresses me out. Markovitz would get, like, when I had to do Newsies, when I was in Newsies doing Catherine, I had to do that whole piece that was in the middle of my song, where it was mm-hmm. like, there's a bit of a monologue, and then it's mostly, like, music that I'm listening to, but mm-hmm. f- to find my count in and i could never find it because i can't count while i'm singing because i lose track of where i am yeah and so i would have to watch her up in the in the balcony balcony. and have she just did like huge arm movements to try and get me to yeah to be able to see it every time and it worked it was fine but anyway i can't count is the basis of this
1: right i was like how did we get here
0: i can't count but we're gonna we're gonna talk how did
1: we get here how did we get here
0: we're gonna talk about the unluckiest of numbers. So we think. The number 13. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. There are a lot of cultures, but mostly Western ones that see 13 as a number to be feared or to keep unused. We see this in the modern era with the 13th floor of a hotel or a building being skipped and replaced with the 14th floor. It's still physically there, but the number is not, and the designation of the number would then make it unlucky, that kind of thing
1: which is so funny because like by that logic you shouldn't want to stay on the 14th floor right because it's physically the so silly exactly
0: so the number 13 is the unlucky component of a few stories starting with a dinner party in norse myth odin had a dinner party of 12 including himself in valhalla and the trickster god loki who was not invited arrived unannounced He tricked one of the gods, who was blind, to shoot his brother with a poisoned arrow. The god shot was the god of goodness, light, and joy. When he died, quote, the whole earth mourned. It was a bad, unlucky day, end quote. Hmm. In a similar vein, in Christianity, Judas was the 13th person to sit at the table during the Last Supper. He would later betray Jesus and then hang himself, becoming the first soul to enter hell. Both dinner parties point to the 13th person and therefore the number being the crux of the issue. This has become a bit of a superstition now. If you have a dinner party and 13 people are at the table, the first to rise is the first out of everyone present to die. Yes. Yes. In 1907, an author named T.S. Lawson published a book called Friday the 13th. The novel tells the story of a Wall Street broker who takes advantage of a financial panic on a Friday the 13th. The broker deliberately causes a market crash to benefit himself. This might have contributed to this idea that the day and the number are together unlucky, as there's no real evidence before this, except potentially the death of many of the Knights Templar. In 1307, On Friday, the 13th of October, King Philip IV of France rounded up and killed as many knights Templar as could be found, which was most likely financially motivated. You want to learn more? Go listen to my episode about them. The bros. Um, This was not considered an unlucky number or day really at the time. It kind of was, but it wasn't like sweeping gesture. Yes, all the time. And the Judas theory mentioned before didn't really arrive on the scene until the 19th century, so that wouldn't be something that was in their zeitgeist. This Friday the 13th connection to the Knights, though, was taken as a plot point in Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code and basically spurred that forward. In 1911, fear of the number 13 was codified as triskaidekaphobia. If you suffer from this phobia, you avoid the number 13 in any situation as much as possible, and if you encounter it, you have to proceed to get it out of your way out of your life out of your system of course this day has also been immortalized in the movie franchise friday the 13th with jason Voorhees casually killing numerous randy teenagers i haven't seen friday the 13th nor do i think i'll ever see it i just assume that's generally what happens based on pop culture so shannon's also like nodding her head she has not seen it
1: (laughs) yeah sounds sounds correct to me yeah
0: (laughs) Because of this, the date is pretty solidified in our modern brains as a not so good time. And also since the lockdown in America for a COVID nineteen pandemic started on March thirteenth, twenty twenty, a Friday, it seems a bit like an omen to me. Do you not remember that? Whoa.
1: No, because I was off of work because I was supposed to be in Minnesota.
0: Oh, that's right. Visiting my visiting dad. your dad.
1: Like, I was supposed to leave on, like, the 11th or something, and then Annika, our friend who is also a nurse, was like, uh, please don't get on a plane tomorrow. So I didn't, but I already had, like, cashed in the vacation day, so I was like, well, I just won't go to work. And then it was like, we're not going into the office for two weeks. And somebody, like, brought my laptop to me, like, home from the office. And then we never went back. Yeah.
0: Except when we all got laid off. Good times. Yeah. It was a weird, like that entire month after they were like lockdown. I was like, I'm not going back to work. I'm not going back to work. I just, I just called up my boss and I was like, hi, I'm not coming back until I'm comfortable coming back. And he was like, fair enough. I'll see you when I see you. And I was like, great. Thank you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Which I'm very grateful for.
1: It was a weird time. It was
0: a very weird time. It
1: was like, oh, yeah, we'll celebrate your birthday in April. (laughs) I remember texting you. We'll celebrate your birthday this summer. By the end of the summer, we'll be back to normal.
0: Three years later. Bro. Yeah. We don't have to talk about that. No more
1: existential dread today. No more, no more, no more for us. Thanks. Bye.
0: Bye. Back to my notes. Um, The 13th card numbered in a tarot deck is death, Mm -hmm. although this card doesn't have the evil, quote, connotations that most who don't know tarot would associate it with. Mm -hmm. Usually it's, like, it basically just means either an ending or if it's upside down, it means it's a beginning or, you know, a change, a shift, something in your... You gotta mix it up in your life. Exactly. The The tower is
1: actually scarier, if you ask me. Yeah,
0: and, like, the, um... Uh, the swords. Some, uh, some of the, like, higher uh, sword mm-hmm. decks, too. I did a lot of research on it. <laughs> you actually use the them. The major I've just, arcana. I've just researched them. <laughs> I don't use them. Friday has been seen as unlucky and there's no real reason as to why so like some cultures will see it as like since it's the end of the week it's not great to start a journey on a Friday. It's not great to yeah I know <laughs> meanwhile we're all like it's Memorial Day weekend we're gonna leave We're going right after work. I
1: mean in this economy it's probably better to fly on a Thursday not a Friday but I mean, we only have so many vacation days because capitalism yeah
0: womp womp womp. but looking at some white man history. Our
1: favorite. Our favorite.
0: The number 13 and Friday might have a reason for their unluckiness.
1: Hold so. on. I feel like, can we come up with some sort of, like, jingle for white man history?
0: When you said jingle, I went, white man history, history. Which <laughs> is just not, it doesn't even fit the, like, syllables, but my brain was just like, jingle bells, jingle bells.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I feel like we have .com as a recurring bit, which... I realize I recently was uh, listening to our Salem episode, which is when we debuted the website. Oh, yeah. And we've been doing, I've been since doing dot .com since the first episode <laughs> that we had a website. I
0: appreciate the yeah. consistency. The consistency of the bit. Yes. Okay, but like, white man history, <laughs> but that's Nickelodeon all over again.
1: White
0: <laughs> man <laughs> history. Ping
1: sure we'll workshop
0: we'll work if you got something send you it like to us do you like it <laughs> do you like it all right so let's dig into this a little bit there are 12 months in a year based on the gregorian calendar and other solar and lunisolar calendars so lunisolar calendars feed into the idea that 12 is the better number and 13 is the odd one out and to explain this a little bit more here's a quote from wikipedia quote months are based on the regular cycle of the moon's phases so lunisolar calendars are lunar calendars with in contrast to them additional intercalation rules being used to bring them into a rough agreement with the solar year and thus with the seasons end quote so basically adding on at the beginning and at the end some days to connect seasons to each other to connect feast days to each other all of that kind of stuff is how we end up with the gregorian Lead calendar year exactly Lunar calendars are also associated with menstruation. And in turn, the number 13 is a feminine number. A person with a period will have about 13 cycles per year. 13 times 28, which is the average amount of days between cycles, equals 364, one day off from the usual year. Boom. The moon always has been associated with the feminine in ancient cultures but went from being good and divine to being bad, dirty, and dark.
1: Another, well, What are you doing under the moon? Do you think it's dirty?
0: <laughs> hmm? 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 Another quote from Wikipedia, because I know it, it. when I was writing this, I was like, this is disjointed. I need to make sure that somebody who has lined this out has said it correctly. So here's another quote. A year with 13 full moons instead of 12 posed problems for the monks in charge of the calendars. This was considered a very unfortunate circumstance, especially by the monks who had charge of the calendar of 13 months for that year, and it upset the regular arrangement of church festivals. For this reason, 13 became considered to be an unlucky number. However, a typical century has about 37 years that have 13 full moons, compared to the 63 years with 12 full moons, and typically every third or fourth year has 13 full moons, end quote, which is where we get a leap year. Hmm. Interestingly, Fridays were also at one point considered very good luck. The day itself is named after the Norse goddess Frigga, who was the queen of Asgard and the goddess of marriage and motherhood. Heck yeah. Yeah. She was regarded as the most divine feminine, and with a day named after her, this day was seen as the luckiest day to get married, among other things. Wink, wink. (laughs) In pagan cultures, fertility was a major interest and was seen basically as magic, because it is. It's it's magic. We are magic, end of story, is what I wrote. (laughs) No matter if you choose to give birth or not, or whatever, people with periods are magic. When monotheistic, patriarchal religions and cultures arrived and imposed their ways on these peoples, they saw the worship of multiple gods and goddesses, the celebration of the divine feminine, and the reverence of sex, fertility, magic, and pleasure as unholy. The deities, like Frigga, and those who worshipped them, were considered witches and outcasts. The next is a quote from CNN. When Norse and Germanic tribes converted to Christianity, Frigga was banished in shame to a mountaintop and labeled a witch. It was believed that every Friday, the spiteful goddess convened a meeting with 11 other witches, plus the devil, a gathering of 13, and plotted ill turns of fate for the coming week. End quote, which honestly sounds like a great party to me.
1: Where's my invite?
0: <laughs> right, talk about a fun Friday night. Just All of your friends hanging just...
1: with the coven and the devil.
0: So what are we? What are we gonna do this week? Yeah, let's like, just plan our week. What out. ill deeds? Let's just plan our week.
1: <laughs> that has the same energy as Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Like, <laughs> <"Well>, dress <Daddy, laughs> that <laughs> oh. Done dinner with myself can't cancel that again.
0: <laughs> Truly, though. But it's like the devil and, like, goddesses just just, sitting there drinking wine. All right. (laughs) Well, shall we ruin their crops on Tuesday? No, no, no. I was planning on Tuesday to instead send a slight little plague through most of their cattle. Oh, all right. So can we move that to Thursday, maybe?
1: Well, that's my son's
0: day, so. Oh, that's fair. Maybe Wednesday instead? All right, great. I'm really loving this party that we've created. Yeah, it's great. I love it. So bottom line, Friday and the number 13 are unlucky because of misogyny. The end. The Bye. End. Thanks for listening. Follow us. <laughs> Share the the episode. <laughs> so beyond misogyny, there are a lot of math reasons why 13 is an interesting number, but... I'm you... being that meme. Oh, <laughs> I was like, why are you looking? What woman? are you looking at? Yeah
1: see how it feels (laughs) of the the woman with all the numbers around her head
0: yes that is basically me while i was doing this so i'm not going to explain these to you because i don't understand them but key things to note are that 13 is a prime number meaning it's not composed of any two smaller natural numbers and the way i learned this in school was that it's basically only divisible by one and therefore not divisible by anything else Mm -hmm. it's also part of this fibonacci sequence which bless you thank you (laughs) That's all I gathered. Like, there's, there's so many other reasons. Like, it's actually considered a quote lucky number in math because of its inability to be divisible, and because of all these other reasons that have to do with like to the power of whatever and all no. this. And I was like, I'm, I read, I truly, I tried, you guys, I tried so hard, but numbers and I are not friends. Here's
1: the thing: some things in this universe do not need to be comprehended. <laughs> You know, like, I can appreciate physics
0: without
1: understanding any of it.
0: Yeah, I can appreciate that uh, math exists and that it's important. And, you know, it's gotten us to the moon and it gave us bananas and all of this kind of stuff. But I am not able to do it.
1: (laughs) And that's okay.
0: All right. Another question for you. Okay. What's one plus three? Yep, that's the unluckiest number in the Chinese culture. Oh, okay. And in many other Asian cultures. Apparently, four is considered unlucky because the Cantonese word for four is almost a homophone with the word for death. Oh. I know. Other languages like Vietnamese have a similar situation. So most Asian uh, languages, including Vietnamese, Japanese, I think, Tagalog, maybe, a lot of them end up with these two words being almost synonymous in sound, hmm. which is really interesting. It's just a different derivative. But because of this, the fourth floor is skipped in the same way that Western cultures omit 13 from their floor designations in buildings. Yes, I know. I know.
1: Western. <laughs> Western. Western cultures.
0: Western cultures. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I'm not doing no, it again. No, it's great. But they also omit 13 from wow. their floor, and other room numbers and floors with the number four in it. So this means that you'll likely get in an elevator in an Asian country and find that there is no floor four, no floor 13, and no floor 14.
1: <laughs> wow. And
0: any room that you would get in any of those hotels will not end in four, will not start with four, will not have four in the middle, four will not be found. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Especially since, you know, we're very Irish, Yeah. A four-leaf clover, considered very lucky because Mm -hmm. it's really uncommon. And in most uh, Western cultures, four is considered a good number or like a round number because there's two and two and two is considered really good, apparently, according to numerology that I still don't really understand. But like, it's a, it's a round number. It's divisible by things. It's, you know, easy to use. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not the case in most Asian cultures. It's Interesting. Very, very bad. Well,
1: and then I wonder also this element of, like, there's a difference between America and, like, Germany. They oh, yeah. The way they label it, like, we're like, oh, the ground floor is the first floor, yeah. but they don't treat it the same. So, like, they'll be like, you're on floor one. And you're like, oh, so... The, and they're like, no, no go in the elevator. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. I think most European countries do that. Yeah. Um, I know that England does that. I don't know... I mean, I've only, I've only been to Italy and England and uh, Ireland. Those are the only ones. I haven't been in a hotel in Scotland. In Italy, Friday the 17th is actually the unluckiest of days. Oh. This is because the Roman numeral for 17, XVII, can be rearranged to form the word Wixie, which roughly translate to, translates to, quote, my life is over, end quote. Oh. So emo yeah really. <laughs> right the day and the number are avoided at all costs just as 13 is done for those who are superstitious in most of the western world and like it'll be like they won't go on a flight and sit in row 13 they won't mm-hmm. or row 17 i mean sorry i'm so used to the thirteen. they won't fly out on you know they, they did most of the like you know how many people travel on mm-hmm. friday the 13th or friday the 17th and you know all this And people genuinely do try to avoid it as much as possible, Hmm. it seems like. Interesting. Um, But Italy actually considers the number 13 to be pretty lucky. The Hmm. actual number itself is very lucky in Italian culture. You know who else considers the number 13 to be, like, super lucky? i mean i yes yeah um dr taylor allison swift she performed with it painted on her hand during a lot of her (laughs) a lot of her shows uh which is really okay so i i read a cnn article about the number 13 um and about friday the 13th in general and the photo that is the banner for this article is taylor swift (laughs) amazing she's with us always always i opened it and i was like i can't escape i can't escape her she's just here so as we've learned before miss taylor swift considers the number 13 very lucky she was born on december 13th she had one one of her awards on the 13th like she has a 13 second intro into her first number one hit like she always for some reason gets sat in the 13th row or the 13th seat or a section m which is the 13th letter in the alphabet in Mm. any of the award shows or things that she goes to Um, so she really does consider the number 13 to be really lucky for her Um, which makes me wonder and we can talk about this off air because I have a feeling that both you and Steven will have some thoughts. Do we think she'll stop writing music when she hits 13 albums? I hope not. Yeah. That was my thought while I was writing this and I was like, but I digress <laughs> because we cannot get into it. We can't get into any I mean, of the speculation. She
1: like, retired from music to become a best-selling author, but we would miss her. Yeah. And I don't, I think she's
0: such a creative person that she would not She could not yeah. She'd need to funnel her creativity somewhere else at the very least. Or she would, a a multiple of 13 would end up being the end of of her album run or whatever. I
1: don't know. Well, also, like, but that, I mean, that's a broader conversation that we don't need to do on this podcast (laughs) of, like, who says we're, like, we're not entitled to any. Like, she could keep writing music for the rest of her life and not put it out, but.
0: That's fair. I was just thinking of the significance for 13 for her and then the amount of albums she has out right now. I mean, if she drops another album, like, you know, in general, like, if she has another album, it's going to be number 10. So she has time. I mean, she and she's re-recording things. So she has that time if she wants to use it. Wild. Yeah. I just just a thought. We can discuss it later. Stephen. Stay tuned
1: for part five. Give us a
0: call. Um, The number 13 is also significant in many other cultures for not so ominous reasons. In Judaism, 13 is the age that a child becomes a full member of the faith with a bar or bat mitzvah. Um, If you do two children at the same time, either twins or kids close in age, it's called a benai mitzvah, which I think is really cool. And my cousins had one and it was a lot of fun. Nice. (laughs) It was a blast. Also in Judaism, the rabbinic commentary on the Torah outlines that God has 13 attributes of mercy. There's a whole... 13 in Judaism in general is considered a very good number. So that was interesting because culture now considers Judaism as a Western culture. Mm -hmm. So In Arthurian legend, there are 12 knights of the round table with Arthur at its head making 13. There are 13 postures in the practice of Tai Chi. The 13th Amendment of the United States abolished slavery and involuntary servitude. We also started with 13 colonies. Mm. According to astronomy, not astrology, there are 13 star constellations in the zodiac, which is the belt-shaped path of the sun across the sky over the course of the year, whereas astrology only has 12. In a 52 card deck, there are four suits with 13 ranks each, and a baker's dozen, getting 13 pieces instead of 12, means more carbs,
1: which is obviously Which a is good thing.
0: obviously like the best thing ever.
1: Who wouldn't want an extra bagel or muffin? I
0: mean, mm, a croissant. A croissant? Oh. You guys, I bought I bought the cat a set of <laughs> bread related toys they're all little plushies she has a croissant she has a cinnamon roll she has a baguette she has a piece of toast with nutella on top she's got a muffin i love it i love it so much you Should put it in
1: the show photos i absolutely she's got a
0: little bakery she's got a bread basket Make she, sleeps in... she sleeps in oh my gosh i didn't even think about that oh you guys i love this cat she's a menace and i love her Okay. So the idea that numbers can make or break your life situations is just something I don't buy into, mostly cuz I don't know numbers. <laughs> we aren't really friends. <laughs> We're not acquainted. I don't know her. I don't know her. Um but I think the numbers that people think are lucky or unlucky has everything to do with, you know, what people put onto those numbers or their situations or read into them after the fact. Um, just like many superstitions. Like Ruth and the number seven. Seven. As with all things like this, though, I'm not going to try and poke the bear. So I'm not having 13 people over for a dinner party. It's just not happening.
1: But if Somebody calls in sick, you're like, we're canceling the whole party. Yeah. Sorry.
0: But all in all, Friday the 13th isn't really all that unlucky and it might just be the day that Taylor Swift re-releases 1989. (laughs) And or speak now. And or speak now. Who
1: knows. Uh, But that was Friday the 13th. Did you read anything about angel numbers?
0: I didn't mostly because I could not get into it. I was like there's too much (laughs) happening. Numerology. I I I don't know.
1: I haven't it like pops up on my For You page sometimes. Okay. And I don't know all of the angel numbers, for those of you who don't know, are when it's repeating. So, like, 111, 222. Yeah. And they have different significance for, like, different categories of significance for the different. But the I think some, one that everyone is familiar with is 1111. Make a wish. Make a wish. Which I don't even. It just was, like, one of those things that yeah. got, like, osmosis into your consciousness during, pu- like, being in school.
0: I guess, yeah. Like,
1: people would be like, 11-11! And everyone would, like,
0: look at the <laughs> clock and then we'd all, like, close our eyes and be like, oh. My dad would say it all the time. The Bone Shaman and and uh, Mama K are both very superstitious people, so that yeah. makes sense to me that they would have t- taught me that. My dad is really into angel numbers. Cool. We'll ask the Bone Shaman. Bone Shaman.
1: He's going to send us an email in like two years. We're going to be like, what?
0: I was talking to what him the other that? day and he was like, so I'm really trying to listen to the podcast. I promise I have it downloaded. I just, I haven't had the time. It's a seven minute drive to my office. It just doesn't make sense for me to turn, because then I feel guilty turning it off. And I'm like, dad, it's fine. It's not, it's not a big deal. Or you know, for a walk around the neighborhood. Right? But Yeah all um, and uh, a happy birthday, Stephen Colbert.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> happy birthday! You're sir. a Taurus.
0: <laughs> He's also
1: a Swiftie. Mm-hmm. I saw an article on Facebook today that he there was a quote that he like he was like I would follow Taylor Swift into battle. <laughs> and someone shared it and was like, one of us, one oh, no. of us.
0: Oh, I like having because me he could he we trust as, like, him? He reads his like the perfect like father figure i guess in in pop culture for me yeah like he's smart but he's sweet and he really is like earnest and i i enjoy him i enjoy yeah. him a lot we would trust him to hold our drinks yes i absolutely party. would
1: i think like maybe he'd spill it because he'd be like dancing or like <laughs> talking too <him laughs> emphatically be,
0: he'd be he'd be dancing but he'd be doing the dad dance of like arms at your sides with your hand with your like Elbows in, but your arms like kind of like up towards your chest and just like bopping, (laughs) brighten his lip, full-on dad moves. There's your visual bit for anyone that's playing along. (laughs) Bingo at home. I'm just dancing like my own father. Well,
1: and just keep dancing. Roll the tape. Alrighty, so this is an email from our, our, one of our faves. Oh? One of our pod fiends, Haley. Of course it's Haley. From March 10th. Oh. And the subject line is, my dream that I already sent, but was requested to send in.
0: Oh, I don't remember this at all. This got,
1: this got, uh, this got shared in the pod reaction group chat, and probably me yelled at them to send it in
0: (laughs) which probably means i will not
1: remember any of this i mean as as i'm skimming it i like have a vague recollection but also this is why you gotta send us stuff you guys we're hungry for content y'all so this is from Haley. Oh, man, I had a dream that I was in this alternate universe in which Ruth and I were the podcasters with a show similar to This Podcast Doesn't Exist, but with more focus on ghosts and doing investigations. Ooh,
0: wait, I want that. Can you guys do that, please?
1: (laughs) Shannon was a chief archaeologist. (gasps) Emma was a museum curator. Oh, my God, my dream and emma's husband was ruth and i's assistant parentheses unclear if he and emma were married in this verse
0: oh well, i hope so if not at least dating <laughs> or like flirting
1: i don't know how it worked but i guess before recording each up, ruth and i would fill out a Mad Lib and somehow base the episode around it oh my okay guys Three wait question
0: marks. <laughs> wait you guys do this
1: the app we were recording in the dream was about a haunted pair of ballet shoes that were being held at Emma's Museum. And Shannon came along with us to get a fun behind the scenes look at pod happenings. This sign off is incredible. Much love from the Libranerary. Labr- oh, yeah! Because I was trying to make their name into a library!
0: <laughs> yeah. Very well done, Thanks, Haley. Haley. Thank you so much. I, wish I really I appreciate ch- it.
1: I wish I was a chief archaeologist. Uh,
0: chief archaeologist, Shannon McCarthy. Yeah, would well, be. Dope. It has a great ring to it. I just don't want to go back to school. Ah, oh, yeah. Well, happy Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it. Stay away
1: from it. anybody in a hockey mask, just in case.
0: Please. Is that that's what Jason Voorhees wears, right? Oh, yes. Okay.
1: Don't. Maybe just don't go make out.
0: In on a woods. dark
1: lane in a car with anybody do it in tonight. a well-lit
0: home when you're you know
1: with the doors with locked. the doors locked <laughs> and the curtains closed
0: <laughs> and remember this podcast doesn't exist oh wow. <laughs> i like, i was she's, so rude i went right so over ready to be oh done. oh my gosh oh my gosh
1: it doesn't exist goodbye
0: <laughs> I was
1: like, do that. wow wow i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> There's that for your
0: big part too. <laughs> Bye